one. Hey guys, what's going on? I am Tyler Farringle, and I am joined by... I'm Jack Hudak. And we're here to introduce On The Spot Sports. Just to give you guys a little glimpse of what that is, On The Spot Sports is a sports podcast where we talk all things about pretty much all the major sports, you name it, NBA, NHL, MLB, NFL, or anything else related for that matter. We got the lowdown for you guys. We want to give you guys our take on what the hot topics are regarding those kind of sports. So here today, we're going to be talking about NBA what recapping the season, re, uh, uh, just kind of giving you guys a brief, uh, brief uh, little update on the uh, off season, what to expect, what's to come up, and uh, yeah, we're just going to give you guys uh, our take. So, uh, Jack, what do you think? Or let first of all, let's let's talk about what happened. Congratulations to the Toronto Raptors. Yeah, congrats to the Raptors. It's amazing what they did. Yeah, really, really awesome that they won the title here today. Any any thoughts or comments on that uh, uh, celebration title? Toronto Raptors, your NBA champs, what do you think about that? I'm really glad that the Raptors beat the Golden State Warriors again, or that, got, that they beat them since uh, the Warriors have been to the finals like five times, five years in a row, right? Yeah, this is the fifth year in a row. And they've won back-to-back before this year. So I'm just, I'm just like, I'm happy to see a new team get the crown. Like, the Raptors totally deserve it, too. They had an amazing season, and, like, it showed, like, amazing, like, NBA Finals all throughout the series. Go, it's amazing. I love it. I really like what I saw, too. You know, um, going into the series, I was really kind of questioning, you know, what, what was going to happen. You know, was Toronto going to be anything for Golden State, but... Just, I don't know, as for me, as the series progressed going on and on, I really, really felt like Kawhi Leonard established himself as maybe the greatest or uh, best player in today's game or one of the greatest or best players uh, in today's game. If, if Kawhi, can I hop in really quick? Yeah, go ahead. If, if Kawhi isn't like the top player, I believe he's top two for sure. Yeah, top two, top three. Yeah, top two, top three. I mean, the Warriors really couldn't guard him throughout the mm-hmm. whole final. I mean, you, you get this guy an open look, and he makes it every time. Really, really good from the free throw line. Really, really good on defense. And, uh, I mean, the Warriors really had no answer. I mean, even with Kevin Durant kind of in for a while, I mean, they, they kind of fell behind in game five. But you could just tell, you know, those two games where they lost were just a little bit off games, they weren't really playing their game, but yeah. they really had the Warriors number from the start, so they really, really deserve that, and, and like you said before, uh, um, new champion, uh, I think that's actually a really good thing for the NBA, that the fact that uh, the Raptors took it, first career title for their franchise, really cool for the team in the city, uh, Kawhi Leonard, finals MVP, that's got to feel really good, yeah. Lord man got paid. Mm-hmm. That back in college at San Diego State, board man gets paid, and uh, they he paid the city with the title, and he paid himself with an, uh, another MVP, uh, and disrupted another three peat. I thought that was a really interesting stat too. Yeah. Uh, the Miami Heat's three peat back in 2014 with the San Antonio Spurs, and then this year with the Toronto Raptors, they 
interrupt the Golden State Warriors' chance for a three-peat. I thought that was really, really special. But, I, uh, I will give credit to the Warriors, though. They had a, they had a, it was a good series, especially that Game 5 when, like, the Raptors won by one point. I think the Warriors won Game 5. Yeah, the Warriors, yeah. Warriors won Game 5. And uh, they did a really good job of guarding Kawhi and, like, double-teaming him, like, especially in the last few moments of the game where they're just, the Raptors were just trying to get the ball to Kawhi to just shoot and hopefully win the game for them. Yeah. All around good finals. Yeah, again, Golden State Warriors back at it again. You know, they kind of evolved this game into a three-point game, and uh, nobody really does it better than them, so that's why they're back in the finals for a fifth straight year. Uh, don't know what's going to happen next year, though, and that's what we kind of wanted to get into next was the NBA offseason. And yes, the technical offseason starts on July 1st. That's when everything can shut down. But we saw this weekend, any deals can take place. It just can't be official until July 1st. So recapping, going back to what Kawhi Leonard was able to do in the finals. And now some people may not be talking about this very much, but this all raises question for Will he come back to Toronto next season? That is a huge question mark. Raptors or somewhere else. And then the rest of the free agent class going into next season. I got a question for you, man. Where do you think Kawhi Leonard will land up? I'll put you on the spot right now. Where will finals MVP Kawhi Leonard go to headline this free agent class of 2019? That's a great question. I believe Kawhi... I want Kawhi to go to the Lakers, especially with like this trade that has happened earlier, in, like the week. But like, I honestly, it's a hard question because I want him to go to the Lakers, but with like all the talent they have now, like with this trade going through, it's like I because like if the Lakers get him, I think they're huge contenders for a championship in the next years. But I could also see him going to the Clippers, cause uh, his co- the Clippers coach has uh, has uh, said that like has said that Kawhi is like uh, the best NBA player in today's time, past LeBron James. Yeah, I mean direct comparisons to uh, Michael Jordan. Doc Rivers, head coach of the Clippers. Very interesting comments, though. Yeah, but it's very go ahead and continue that thought, man. Yeah, but I'd either say he goes to the Clippers or the Lakers, to be honest. How about you? What do you think about this? L.A., yeah. Um, We all know he has ties to California, went to college back at at, uh, San Diego State University. Uh, So we know he has ties to California. I do want to bring up that he does have a $6 million house, I believe it is, in the San Diego area. So that could very much play into effect that – uh, the team he goes to regarding if it's L.A. or if it's not. I also did hear that he could be looking for some houses in the Toronto area, so stay tuned. But if you want my take on whether or what, what he does in the free agency, I honestly feel like there's only two teams in this scenario for Kawhi Leonard, and I feel like it's the Raptors and the Clippers. You know, he came here to Toronto and he did the unthinkable and led them to a title. Nobody really thought that would happen, but it did. Could they go back to back if Kawhi stays with the Raptors? You know what? I'm definitely not counting that out of 
that out at all. They should be one of the title favorites next year if Kawhi comes back. But when you look at these two kind of scenarios, either stay or go, I feel like if he stays, it's a huge thing for the team. You know, they get their leader back. They get all their revamping energy. They get all the bragging rights stirring up. Now they're kind of the center of the league because Kawhi has made Toronto the new, oh, you know, we got to take them out. I feel like that's really, really a big, uh, a big, well, uh, I don't know. Uh, but I, I also feel like, you know, with him leaving, especially for one of the uh, L.A. teams, it's closer to home for him. But yeah. either way, wherever he goes, Raptors, Clippers, just my take, or anywhere else, he's going to have an immediate effect on the team. For sure. Any, uh, anywhere. We saw what he did in the finals, and we know what he's capable of again. So I feel like pretty much anywhere Kawhi Leonard goes, it's going to be an immediate effect. Raptors, definitely, if he stays got to be title favorites. If he goes to, let's say, the Clippers or the Lakers, or I've even heard rumors about the Knicks and the Nets, very small rumors, but I don't know if that'll happen. Knicks and the Nets, very vaguely in the picture. Eastern Conference has got a whole lot tougher and the Clippers or Lakers. Western Conference is stacked again. Just another powerhouse team to look after. So very, very interesting. Kawhi Leonard. Also, though, I do want to kind of headline some big NBA free agents, other free agents going into the summer. Kevin Durant, Anthony Davis, well, not really anymore. We'll get to that in just a second. Kyrie Irving, Kemba Walker, Jimmy Butler, and many, many more. We have a loaded free agent class. And uh, they're, they're, they're all rumored for somewhere. I mean, the top destination seems to be either the Knicks or the Lakers, but really anything can happen. So, but uh, one of those names that I just named out, Anthony Davis, got traded to the Los Angeles Lakers this past weekend for three players on the Lakers and three draft picks. Very interesting blockbuster trade, a very kind of similar one to what we saw back in the early 2000s with you know Shaquille O'Neal and all that. But uh, very interesting. Uh, Man, what are your thoughts on this? I mean, we all know that last year it was going to be tough for the Lakers to break some kind of ground. LeBron didn't really have that good of a supporting crew. But now he gets a superstar like Anthony Davis in here. What's going to go on you down there? That's going to be pretty interesting. The whole conference is going to be interesting for that matter. What's your take on this, man? I honestly think it's a good move by the Lakers. It's a huge move for them because like, I think – that they, with these trades, they could be a contender for a championship within the next few seasons. But, like, overall, I think the Pelicans win this deal, like, in the long run. Just because, like, they have a younger, they have younger talent. And, like, all these players are younger. They have probably a lot more time left in the NBA compared to, like, Anthony Davis, LeBron James. They're all, they're all going to go soon, probably. Hopefully not, but, like... In the reality, they're going to go, they're going to retire soon. So, in the long run, the Pelicans win this deal, but in the short run, I think the Lakers could contend for a championship and maybe even win one in the next few seasons. What is your take on this topic? 
I think, yeah, I think it pretty much sums up what you just said. I think the Pelicans, they made a move. It was pretty obvious from the get-go, though, that Anthony Davis wanted out of New Orleans. You know, I kind of like the way he kind of took it, though. He wasn't, like, you know, going very public about it, still showed up with the team and stuff, still supporting them, and just kind of was like, you know, hey, this isn't really my deal. I kind of want out. Wasn't really boasting about it. So, you know what? I'll give a little bit of props to him there. Wasn't Still stuck with the team, which is a good good thing. Yeah. You know, New Orleans kind of was like, hey, you know what? Thanks for the time, man. Really good player. Um, but I think this deal, it sends volumes to me on the Lakers wanting to win now. You know, they ever since they won that title back in 2010 with Kobe and Pau Gasol over the Boston Celtics, it's kind of been up and down. I mean, they, they made the playoffs a couple times, but when Kobe Bryant tore his Achilles back in, I think it was 2013, they have never been the same since. They have not made the playoffs, I think, once in the past six or seven seasons. And, I mean, L.A. fans know, but the Lakers organization, I feel like that really sends volumes to them saying, you know, we want to win now. We want a powerhouse name coming to our team. Anthony Davis, they get it. LeBron James, you know, they, they locked him up last free agency. Um, it, it just really shows that the Lakers, you know, their front office wants to win now. You know, building the supporting crew, it kind of meant something to them, but in the or, uh, right now in the short run, maybe for the long run, they wanted a superstar and they got Anthony Davis. He's been linked there for a while. But, um, yeah, Lakers, L.A., they want to win now. That's pretty clear, I think, from this kind of standpoint. I've also uh, seen uh, Anthony Davis when I was in New Orleans. And well, that's right. That's right, yeah. I do it, remember that. It's honestly awesome seeing him play. He's like he's really good. You could tell he works hard every single game. And like he puts it up on the score sheet, too. Yeah. I mean, we saw him win a national championship one year. One and done at Kentucky, went on to win the national title. That people were talking about this guy like he was Mr. Big Shot, number one overall pick in the NBA draft too that year. Um, and he's gone on to become a pretty top player. Most of the time, though, most of these number one picks don't really end up to be hmm. everything you think. But I, I think mean, Anthony I think Davis does a really good job of that. He rounds I, it up. I, I, I'd say so too. I mean, you go back. I don't think I can, I can name all the number one picks, but. You look at especially this decade, the guys that have gone number one in the NBA draft. Who's one that sticks out to you most? If I can name all of them, which I'm not going to do, Anthony Davis, I think, is the one guy that will stick out as you know one of the top superstars in today's game. Don't get me wrong; there's a couple now, but I feel like if you're talking about one of the top players that have gone number one, because most of them don't really end up making a lot of noise. Not trying to be stereotypical, but. It's just the way it happens. Maybe some overhyped stuff. I think Anthony Davis has kind of raised or set that bar just a little bit, especially with this kind of whole trade thing. The Lakers getting a superstar and the Lakers being always one of the power franchises in the NBA, respected. Maybe not as much anymore with what just happened with Magic Johnson and the Bus family. But overall, I think that's on volumes that a big superstar going to L.A. again is just... LA thing, you know, yeah. but um, again, Anthony Davis, he, he's, 
He's trying to prove that he's a top contender. I've heard I've heard some reports that he could be an MVP. I, I believe he, it. He very much could be. I believe it. He's got to stay healthy though, and the Lakers got to have. Uh, they got to figure some stuff out, but overall, interesting trade. Interesting trade. The fact that the Lakers are willing to give up three of their young players and three of their draft picks, first round draft picks this year, just for Anthony Davis. Very bold move. Very bold move. I like it. I like it a lot. And going off of that with uh, Anthony Davis, like the trade that's been, the trade that was involved with it, Lonzo Ball going to. Lonzo Ball going to the Pelicans. How do you feel about that? I don't really have much. I mean, he hasn't really done really anything on the Lakers. I mean, first two seasons. I mean, we all know this kind of spot the Lakers were in. Nothing really. I mean, I feel like the more buzz you'd hear about him going to the Pelicans is his dad, uh, LeVar. Uh, you know, he made some comments about how the Lakers, this is the worst move they'll ever make. Don't ever win another championship. I mean, honestly, I feel like LeVar, he's just got to play it cool. Just don't really – don't get in the picture. Just let his, let his son do his thing. Yeah. Uh, Lonzo, he's, he, he's just got to – he's young. He'll, he'll, get, he'll get some reps. But um, as far as that deal is, I feel like – who knows? I mean – Alvin Gentry, coach of the uh, Pelicans, he's a veteran. He'll know how to work with the young guys, and especially since they got number one overall draw pick. Very big speculation that Zion Williamson will go number one. I, I think the draft is either this Thursday or the next upcoming Thursday. It's coming up. Yeah, it's coming up soon. But we we all know how the Pelicans sold out lottery, and it's pretty much been speculated that Zion Williamson, power forward from Duke, will go number one. If they can work good together, these young guys, and really build around this core, then, sure, Alonzo can thrive, but really, just the difference is how well can they all work together as a team? Because, I mean, Alonzo, we all know he did good at UCLA. You know, he could pass the ball a lot, and, uh, just needs to work on his shot a little bit more. But overall, not a bad player. Just hasn't really broke out of his shell yet. But overall, I don't have much to say. Yeah. Overall. So going off that, I think Lonzo is like, obviously he, didn't, he had, doesn't have impressive numbers right now. But as the seasons come along, I think he'll gain more experience, which is crucial. And like he'll be able to like thrive with like, hopefully his teammates and him will get along like, help with chemistry, but I also think LeVar should stay out of, like, his son's, like, picture. Yeah, basketball life, yeah. Lonzo should just be focusing on his game, and, like, his dad should let him just do that and, like, not interfere with anything or cause any drama in the media about any about anything that has to do with Lonzo, the Lakers, the Pelicans, NBA, any of that. Yeah, the more talk he stirs, I feel like the bigger fool he looked like in the end. It's just gonna hurt his case more and more, and people are just gonna look down at him. So if he wants to keep doing that, I don't know. People are also gonna uh, not like Lonzo because of his dad. Well, I honestly feel like Lonzo's a good guy, like not not like his father at all. But no, he doesn't seem any anything like that. No. 
also trying to think here, we have also heard that some of these other big free agent names regarding the ones that I listed earlier, the Lakers, they could definitely have more cap room to sign another one of those big free agents. But here's the question. Who will it be? We just listed a bunch of interesting options. I'll throw some out there. Kyrie Irving, Jimmy Butler, Kawhi Leonard, Kemba Walker, Clay Thompson's out there, Kevin Durant's out there. There's a bunch of guys out there that could go, could not. Really, I feel like if you look at this NBA free agent picture as a whole, there's two teams mainly that have stuck off the most. It's the Lakers and the Knicks. Yeah. Those are the two teams that everyone has been like reportedly linked to. Because, I mean, for a while we kept hearing that Kyrie and Kevin Durant are going to the Knicks. Now I've heard it's Brooklyn. Brooklyn can be in the picture. But with this Kevin Durant Achilles injury, it, he's not going to be able to play. So, you know what? I don't know where he could go. Wherever he goes, he can't make an immediate impact because he's not going to play. Clay Thompson as well. Although I sincerely doubt Clay Thompson will leave. Um, Splash Brothers, one of one of the two of them, uh, very much loved by the city of Golden State or Oakland, now going to be San Francisco. I don't think he'll go anywhere. I think the Warriors will lock him up. But um, I don't think he wants to leave either. Mm-hmm. But as far as you know, Durant, Kyrie, Kemba Walker, Jimmy Butler, Kawhi, as far as those guys are concerned, it's just... It's just really what domino is going to fall where, and I think that's just what's going to happen. Uh, I don't really think Kawhi's in that mix with everyone else. I feel like it's mainly who does Kyrie want to play with? Who does Durant want to play with? Who does Jimmy Butler want to play with? What does, who does Kemba Walker want to play with? If anybody, because, I mean, Kemba Walker could probably go back to the Hornets. I have no clue. But really, as far as that's concerned, the Lakers and the Knicks are the two big teams that, you know, people have been linked to. But I'm going to talk about the Lakers for a second, or we're going to talk about the Lakers for a second, because they landed Anthony Davis. So I got another thought. If there were to be any open free agent right now that the Lakers are going to sign, who do you think it will be, and are they a good fit on the Lakers? What do you think about all these other free agents? Who do you think the Lakers – would sign, and would they be a good fit to join LeBron and Anthony Davis, and why? That's a tough one. There's a ton of players that could go with the Lakers, I believe. But I kind of could see Kyrie going there, just just because, like, I think it matches like his game, the Lakers, what the Lakers want to do with like with like Anthony Davis, LeBron. I think that it matches like what Kyrie how Kyrie plays, and, like, maybe that could play a factor And like, if he goes to the Lakers. And I could see if Kyrie goes there, I think they'll be a even bigger contender than, than like, before, before uh, this, before, like, Ky- if Kyrie goes there. But I could also see Kemba Walker going there just to play with some elite players, like, contend for a championship, I guess. What are your thoughts about this? If I just, I mean, I honestly don't know if the Lakers will land anyone else. If they have cap room, for sure they'll go for it. But 
out of all those players, I don't think Durant wants to play with LeBron. Mm-hmm. I think he totally wants to go at him. Uh, Kemba Walker, I honestly feel like there could be a chance, but I, I still feel like he'll stay in Charlotte. That city needs a star player like him, and I think if he goes, it'll be a little bit of a downgrade for Charlotte. I think he'll he'll have a big heart and stay there. I, I honestly got to go Kyrie Irving on this one, and it's based on what I saw. Pretty much sent LeBron join the Cavs, because when LeBron joined the Cavs, we all know what happened to the Cavaliers. They became a relevant team, winning the Eastern Conference. I mean, four out of those five years, the Warriors went to the finals. Who did they face? The Cavaliers. Cavaliers were not in a good spot when Kyrie Irving was by himself. When LeBron came, the team kind of shot up and was top of the Eastern Conference. But the, I feel like the way that they did it is kind of a reason why Kyrie could go. Because him wanting out of Cleveland was a sign that said, I don't want to play with LeBron. And I want to be the star of my own team. So when he got traded to the Celtics, that was really the telltale call of, here we go. It's Kyrie era coming up in Boston. You know, he this is Kyrie's team now. He's going to run the table. Guess what? It didn't happen. And I feel like this is a big sign of Kyrie maybe needing LeBron or needing a superstar because he couldn't stay healthy the whole time. And who did Celtics lose to in the finals last year, Eastern Conference Finals? The Cavaliers seven brutal games. That's the least thing that Kyrie Irving wanted to see. Um... I honestly feel like he is not he's not a good team leader. Mm-hmm. He's one of the people that has to be with someone else because he feeds off of someone else's leadership. I don't feel like he did a good job leading in Boston. You heard reports all year long that the locker room was dysfunctional in Boston. You know, they couldn't do anything with Gordon Hayward and Kyrie Irving and the other superstars they had there. So the fact that Kyrie could go to the Lakers doesn't really surprise me because He's going back to a player that he's familiar with, LeBron James. They spent four years together in Cleveland. And and now a newly joined Anthony Davis. He's getting direct feeding off of these two superstars. And I feel like that's how he wants to play. He found out in Boston that he can't he's not a good leader of a team. So now he goes to the Lakers if he does. He goes into L.A. saying, now I'm playing with LeBron again. I could just do whatever we did in Cleveland or something like that, or Anthony Davis for that matter. I don't have to step up and be that team leader. I feel like that's a mentality when we talk about any of these free agents is that Kyrie doesn't want to be the leader of the team. He'll go – he'll be like the puppy following his mom or something like that. He'll be wherever this top guy goes. Yeah, for and, sure. Can I cut in really it. quick? Yeah, go, well, go for it, go for it. When I heard that Kyrie was going to the Celtics, I was like, dang, he he's going to lead this team to a championship. But then he, he ran into the LeBron and the Cavs. And in seven seven games against the Cavs is pretty pretty good. It's uh, pretty awesome for like a team like to 
push it to seven games, but I thought he was going to be more of a star. They should have won that series. I thought he was going to be more of a star than he actually was, like, in the season, but I I do believe that he needs, like, a superstar, like LeBron or Anthony Davis to, like, lead a team over, like, over any, like, powerhouse team. Yeah, yeah, because when they got Gordon Hayward from Utah, that was like, oh boy, look out for Boston. Gordon Hayward's reunited with their with his old college coach, uh, former Butler basketball head coach Brad Stevens. So this was really a key point to, you know, here we go. But they hit the brakes right away. They didn't do anything in two years, and. That's the thing. It's only two years, and Kyrie Irving is basically wanting out. He opted out of his contract, and we could basically assume that he's done in Boston. Yeah. He's not coming back. Al Horford, just rumored today, Al Horford, former Atlanta Hawk, and maybe not former Boston Celtic, has indicated that he is looking for a three- or four-year deal from another team. It is reported that he is leaving the Boston Celtics, so that's another huge blow. Celtics kind of falling apart in free agency, losing their key guys. They still got Gordon Hayward, but can he be healthy? But go, again, going back to the Kyrie thing, I think that's exactly it. Um, he's not, he doesn't have a leader mentality. He's just kind of a, he's a good player, but he doesn't have that trait of being like a leader. He, need, he like needs a star to help he him. Does. He does. Exactly right. And, uh, I don't know if, if it's really in his mind if the Lakers are a good fit for him or not. It really just depends. But if he goes to play with Kevin Durant, that'll be very interesting because Kevin Durant is not able to play right now. He'll have to do most of it on his own. But you know what? It, it Anything can happen. Yeah. Let's be honest. Anything can happen. This is a player-dominated league where we have seen over the last couple of years the players have total control. Total control. Most of these coaches can't do much now to stop the players from doing what they want. I mean, look at Houston, for example. I mean, James Harden basically runs the floor in Houston. Now it's rumored that Chris Paul wants to leave because his relationship with James Harden is diminishing. Very telling on how James Harden has taken that uh, players advantage to a very large extent and that speaks for the rest of the league uh, Chris Paul in fact he's, he's the head of the uh, NBA Players Association so <laughs> it's kind of funny there that uh, you know he's kind of getting bossed around uh, on his own team even though he's the head of the Players Association That's funny. and you know we were talking about how it's a players league but uh, there's so many questions. I, I don't even really know if there is a true answer. There's just so many more questions. And when when the question is partially answered with, oh, Kyrie's going there, oh, Durant's going there, then you could kind of start to look for more direct answers, but I don't think there's a clear-cut answer as far as any of these superstars are concerned with where they want to go, what, they're, what, what kind of environment do they want to be in the most? Yeah. I don't think anything will be official or like until like the official free agency starts or like close to the season before like we all know where any of these players are going to go 
if they go anywhere. Exactly, yeah. We will not find out until, you know, like I said, one domino falls after another. That's just, that's just what's going to happen. Anything can happen. I mean, when Kevin Durant went to the Warriors, that sent absolute shockwaves throughout the NBA universe. Could it happen again this year? We don't know. We just simply don't know. This is this is an interesting league. Players have too much control nowadays. Mm-hmm. For sure. I honestly think it's a good thing, kind of though. Like if you look at it in like the long run. But Wait, long run as far as what like exactly? how what where the league is trying to go for like out it's hard to explain but like I feel like that's good that the players are like leading like what the they want the NBA to do since they're the ones playing if that makes sense no I get what you're saying they're the ones playing they yeah, feel like it's their league yeah. and they want to take control is that is that what you're trying to get at there? yeah that's what I'm trying to go for. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, we don't know. We honestly don't know. We speculate a lot of stuff, but we don't actually know what could be going on in any of these guys' minds or, for that matter, what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just all speculation. It's going to be an interesting rest of the off season. Yeah. Anthony Davis was definitely the first domino to fall, but whichever the next one is, that will definitely impact where everyone else goes. I will for sure tell you that. I'll quote you on that, too. I mean, we'll see. It's just, it's just what it is. Yeah. Once one player goes, it's like, oh. The, the list kind of starts narrowing down, and you're like, mm, decisions, decisions, decisions. So, I honestly can't wait till the beginning of the season starts again, so we can see all these new players going to new teams and see how they turn out, and if they expect it to turn out as they wanted to. Now, I do like that too. I do like kind of the the new vibe, beginning of the season. Everyone's kind of some people are in a different place. You know, new season, new, like it's a new vibe. It's starting fresh. Starting fresh. It started a new season, and uh, that's what's cool about it. Yeah. I I completely agree. But the fact is, it's just hard to wait when you're anticipating a very busy and very active off-season where you have all these superstars trying to go to whatever team they want and it's not happening yet. And you're like, man, can I just, can they just pick a team already? Like, man, can't the season just start? Why is it just begun? Why is, uh, why has the off season just begun? It's going to be a long two months. That's right. That's right. Yes, it will. (laughs) I think we're getting to the end of this podcast for the first episode. 
All right, yeah. Thank you all for listening or tuning in to On the Spots On the Spot Sports. Uh, I'm Tyler Farringle. And I'm Jack Hudak. And we appreciate all of you guys who are listening. And we will continue to get more episodes in. And we will get better for sure. This is our first one, so we got wiped the dust off, the rust off. So we'll get better at this, and be there'll be better content coming up. Yeah, this is uh, this is just the first episode, NBA edition. We will headline more of the upcoming sports coming up. We got MLB in full swing right now. We got the NHL just ended. Uh, NFL wild off season. Be ready for an interesting one. College football, college basketball. Whatever you guys want, we got it. First episode in the books, though, NBA offseason. We have more to come on that and everything else. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. On the Spot Sports, I'm Tyler Farringle. That was Jack Hudek. And uh, we're calling it a night. Thank you guys for listening. And uh, We'll see you guys so later. Much. Yeah, see you guys from On the Spot Sports.